It's good to be. It's good to be back. I'm glad to be back. We got a chat. We got a chock uh, full uh, show today. And Ray, I will say, admirable job. After four seasons, uh, you still mumble and bumble your way through the host chair, and that's fine. This is who you, you are. Um, it's good that you don't change. You should stay the same. Um, if nothing else, you are steadfast and loyal um, to your own to your own ways. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks for stepping up when you need to. Um, speaking of step, stepping up, what do you say we start the show? The Simbine Sports Show, Friday Rewind, November 2023 is dwindling down the 60-day calendar left. Uh, this comes out on the 3rd, um, but let's say we go with some opening takes to start the show. Uh, boys, I'll kick it off. Uh, in the, I'll kick it off uh, to the listeners, but I'm going to direct this one right at Bobby Bukaki, our college uh, Here we football go. expert. <laughs> with Fuck this you, misguided man. take. Fuck you, college sport. College football is ruining the NFL, specifically Chip Kelly, because uh, I thought about this today. I wrote a little blog about it on uh, some of my sports. It was crushing fucking blogs today. You right? did crush blog. Uh, bro. Bro. <laughs> it was a slow, slow, day. slow day at work. I was going to say, those are popping off like every hour. Yeah, so <laughs> this one came to me on my way to work. I actually voiced it in because I started to get so fucking heated about it. I was like, I can't waste this. And uh, I, I say Chip Kelly ruined uh, the NFL because I didn't, do the research or think back that hard. He's just the first college name that popped in my head that brought a, uh, a revolutionary people were calling it offense to the NFL out of that pussy pack 12. And, and since then it's been a goddamn downward slide of what was once was the golden era of the NFL quarterback between your Brady's, your Manning's Rogers breeze to now nothing but these five foot, sorry, Ray, uh, five foot, nothing uh, average average weeks. Pipsqueaks running around in the backfield for 23 seconds, waiting for someone to get open while your Tyree kills are running 3.9, 240s uh, out in the field with no real routes running. They're just running by people or running around people and then waiting, reading, react, wait for somebody to get open and then make chicken shit out of chicken soup the other way around. And it's just, you know, there are exciting plays to be made out there. Uh, but uh, it is, Bobby, you said it. It's a get off my lawn moment. Um, we are all approaching our 40s and it, it feels like a real sweet spot for me. Uh, and with my pent up rage and anger, I'm going to be allowed to get a lot more of it out once I get to that point. And I'm starting now. Uh, you ruined the NFL, Chip Kelly. I like my read and react. De- I like my read the defense by the quarterback, set him up pre-snap, throw the ball before the guy gets into his break, timing routes. I like all of that. I like running the floor. I don't like this fucking Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, run around with your head chick- chicken with your head cut off and then make some play out of your ass. It's boring to me. It's just boring. I don't like it. They ruined it for me. Does this and have to do with Mac Jones not succeeding watching in today's NFL? Maybe. But what? Sorry, Bobby. I said watching good defense is still good. There's no There's fucking good defense. They ruined what? that too. Yeah, they have a good defense on the Pac-12 right now. Pac-12 and defense don't go together. Yeah, it's not something that happens. Good defense isn't played in college football, really, other than in the SEC. That's it. This is really a Chip Kelly and a Goodell slash greedy owner situation. Uh, rolled into that uh, Chip Kelly college football fault is the idea of the NFL making it quote unquote safer. They don't give a shit about being safer. They just didn't want to pay uh, these athletes at the end of their career to take care of them medically. Um, which you know leads to shittier defense or not as exciting defense, no big hits, um, and, and the greedy owners not paying full-time referees. So you got flags in every other fucking play because they want the offense and they're uh, cow tied into uh, uh, to, to fantasy football and gambling. It's just it's 
you were so close yeah. to the point. You almost got to it at the end there. The person to blame is Will Smith and his fucking cunt movie. Okay. That's what ruined the NFL. Cushion. Okay. That's what it was. Because if it wasn't for that, you got to the point with the money. What they're really trying to do is save people from getting concussions, making it safer, making it more about offense, legislation head legislating head hits out of the game. So, like you said, they don't have to pay them past their uh they don't have to pay their benefits. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's probably a combination of the Patriots sucking and uh and some frustration com- coming to be. But just watching the NFL this weekend, and I know a lot of people are making a big deal out of how particularly bad the referees were in this this weekend. Um, I, I think it was maybe it was Barstool. There's there was a story buried I think last year about a possible Tim Donahue uh, situation going on in the NFL with the referees. Uh, you don't say. It's just, I don't know. I got aggravated watching the game. It, I didn't like the way the game's being played right now. And uh, I'm blaming Chip Kelly. Sue me. Uh, Bobby, I'll throw it over to you. Your opening take. Being a fan of a, any other NFL team that isn't in a current dynasty sucks. I don't know if anybody's told you this, but uh, if your team isn't in the midst of the greatest dynasty ever, it's not as fun. It really blows. Yeah, I sucks. did it last week. I took the cheese. Fuck you. Okay. Big deal. All right. Idiots. I got all jazzed up about it. Okay. Now I'm not. And it's probably going to happen again. But fuck <laughs> this. It's terrible. Okay. I get angry. I get mad. It affects my mood. I take it out on people beneath me. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's the life as a fan. Uh, and that's where we get it. But I will say, and I, I can't wait to get into our first segment to st- today. What a bunch of dopes. Fool me once, fool me twice. Taking the cheese on that Bills game. I mean, I expected out of Raymond Bobby, but, you know. I did. I took it. I, I blame it on myself for not being here and allowing, allowing the, them off the, the totem pole of dumb to seep into that. Mm. We were all on positive vibes over that show. No one was bad. Every, it was I get it. When I listen to you, Ray, and generally my week goes poorly, too, because I'm mad at myself. Because I'm not just the <laughs> outcome. I'm mad at myself. I know better. Sorry. Speaking of idiots, Ray, your opening take? Uh, Another one bites the dust. Uh, Josh McDaniels fired from Vegas. Uh, First coach is fired this year. Uh, Dave Ziegler also fired the GM for Vegas. But I ask you, is Bill Belichick's coaching tree the worst coaching tree in NFL history? Not talking college, just NFL. You got Josh McDaniels, who's uh, failed on two occasions now. Uh, You had Matt Patricia going to Detroit, failing miserably. Uh, Romeo Cornell going down. I mean, he was never there long for Cleveland or Houston, you know, just tentatively, you know, filling in and whatever. But yeah, Kansas City, don't forget about that pilot. Kansas City, yeah. So I'm just saying, I think Bill Belichick probably could go down as the GOAT of all time, but his coaching tree, bad. Undeniably, his coaching tree sucks. Is it the worst of all time? I don't know. We'd have to go, uh, that'd be a deep dive into coaching trees. There's only like four coaches that even have coaching treats. Yeah, but all of them have pretty good ones. Parcells well, is pretty we, good. Yeah, Walsh is pretty good. Shanahan's is pretty good. Who's the guy in uh, Green Bay? Holmgren. Holgram had a good one. But like the old guys, like Lombardi, and like it, it, it didn't work that way back then. The nepotism hadn't creeped in as as fucking poorly as as much. Well, as women it has couldn't these days. women couldn't vote back then either. So I mean, lots has changed since then. 
fair point. We're not reminiscing the show, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not looking back on the good old days. Yeah, exactly. We're looking forward. Okay. I know. We. I know that we had it. a brief uh, text exchange about the good old times when Bobby Knight died, when vaginas were less sandy. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. R.I.P. to the old ball coach, Bobby Knight. Uh, 83, 84. For, uh, Pour one out oh. for him. 83. Pour one out for him and all the chairs that have not been thrown at. Uh, at snotty snot nosed fucking college kids since then oh, rats yep uh speaking of good old days the rundown for this show uh we will be talking about that patriots loss to miami fool me once fool me twice the patriots blow uh they did they did not turn the corner uh from that bills game um they still suck so let's talk about that and where to go from there uh nfl trade deadline an active one not here in new england because we don't get nice things anymore as bobby pointed out uh but across the league uh, some action and some scuttlebutt around the Patriots and how that those trade deadline moves may affect one Bill Belichick and the ring Patriots. We'll get to that. Uh, Ray, we're officially back on meltdown watch. Back on James Harden meltdown watch as he moves to the West Coast. This is as good as gold. I don't know if I'm not a, really a betting man. I'm sure that there's some place that you can make a bet on this. I don't think there is. This thing's going <laughs> to hell. This thing's going to hell in a handbasket. There's undeniable. This is the safest bet you can make. <laughs> I don't know how you could put a team together that poorly. It would literally take someone as dumb as Richard Ballmer with as much money as him to come up with an idea so fucking stupid. I'm just mad that it's on West Coast and they and all the games start at like 1030 and I'm never going to watch Clippers basketball because I I would love to see this thing just completely implode. So let's None talk about that. When play we... all at the same time because, you know, they might have a podcast scheduled the night of a game, so they can't possibly do that. <laughs> yeah, no, Harden's already booked his strip clubs for, you know, his... I forgot Russell Westbrook was on that team. Oh, yeah. We'll I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that was, that's a shitty fucking core right there. Yeah, let's get into that. Uh, after that, we'll do a little uh, new segment here. Bruin Snapshot, a.k.a. Bobby Napot. Napot.com. This is what Can't this wait. is brought to you by. Sharing knowledge to small blogs that will help you avoid costly mistakes uh, in the future. That uh, sponsorship is open for payment if if the uh, napot.com would like to give us a call uh this or that with chief bobby our new favorite segment and of course simplest minds of the week got a real doozy for that one uh this is this the one of my sports show in a while. it's gonna be great this is the simple sports show friday rewind november 3rd welcome to the show Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. Uh, we got a full full hat cast today, three hats, all looking pretty pretty groovy. Um, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, uh, do us a favor, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, as always, tell your Melvins. I would not mention the Patriots if you're going to talk about it, though. They suck. Uh, fool me once, fool me twice. The Patriots blow. They don't back up that Buffalo comeback win with anything remotely close. They lose 17 to 31. Give you some key stats and then we'll run through the turning points. Time of possession, kind of uh, microcosm for this game, defense and offensively. This has been really the whole season, but uh, 11 minutes more for the Dolphins, 35, 55 to 24 time of possession. Dolphins just dominated, just dominated the game, dominated the possession. Um, penalties, another big one, which we'll get into, uh, you know, the refs, seven penalties for the Patriots, 45 yards, three for the Dolphins. Cr Dolphins crushed him in number of plays too. It goes along with the possession, 73 plays to 51. 
390 total yards for the for the Dolphins, 218 for the Patriots. And the Patriots won the turnover battle, and they still got their asses smoked. Two for the Dolphins, one for the Pats. I thought the I thought the game changed on its head. That two a touchdown. Patriots had a seven nothing lead. Dolphins came down, were driving, but didn't look unstoppable. And then you had an absolute blown coverage by J.C. Jackson and rookie Mapu. And I just went, oh, this is not going to be week two's defense. They're not the same. They blew it. They Belichick defense against Tua and uh, and Tyreek Hill don't blow coverages like that. That's like at least they've kept the game close, but they're three safeties. And as soon as that happened, I was like, fuck, whether it's Christian Gonzalez we're missing or, you know, whatever, uh, you know, I just thought that was an immediate red flag. Like, oh, we're we're in for a bad day here. Defense is not on their game. Rookie mistake, though. Mapu's a rookie. I mean, you got to give him that little leeway that he's a rookie. Obviously, something happened. Tyreek Hill is a, a monster among men when he was on the football field. That guy already has 1,000 yards in eight games. I mean, he's going to break the all-time uh, receiving yards uh, for a season record. But, yeah. Tyreek Hill is just another guy, but yeah, that's what happens when you go against a rookie. Blow him up, blow the coverage up. Yeah, turning point for me was the Jones interception right before the half. I mean, he blown coverage or not, Tyreek Hill is going to get his. So he he could have just made a great play as opposed to him just it being a wide open touchdown. But they had momentum at that point. They had moved down the field. It was a fairly impressive drive. So whether they had even gotten a field goal or, or scored a touchdown, but that was just so deflating right at the end. And that's for me, it was more, it's all about whether the offense can keep up. The defense is just going to kind of be the defense, like even if they're going to give up some plays, but right there at the end, throw the pick. It was such a bad pick. He just walked in, just picked up his lollipop and ran it down. It was for me, that was the big turning point. Yeah. Uh, the Mac interception was uh, atrocious, gross, awful, uh, inexcusable, but this team was built on defense. So, and I get Tyree kills Tyree kill, but you held Tyree kill to three catches the last time you played him five weeks ago. What's changed so, though? Well, you're missing Christian Gonzalez. You're missing mm-hmm. Christian Gonzalez. Who's also a rookie. Same as Mapu. I get he's a first round rookie, but look, it, that wasn't the first time. That wasn't the only time it happened that day. Waddle, they blew the coverage for Waddle to seal the game at the end. They were yeah. blowing coverage wrestling right. Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle combined for, I don't know, 182 yards or something. They ate their lunch all fucking day. The defense did not come to play. They gave up 31 points again. They're just, the defense sucked. How many third and longs did they get? If they didn't give up a third and long, then on the four down, downs, holy shit. They, they was, couldn't stop shit. If it was third and 14, they gave up 13 and picked it up on fourth down. They were, um, the defense, uh, Miami was five for 14 on third down, but three for three on fourth. So really they were eight for 14 on third down. Cause those fourth downs, all three of them came after a third and long. So you see what I'm saying? They gave up enough in that third down to make it a, a wildly easy fourth down completion. Um, so they, they, they were not able to get off the field ever, ever. The defense wasn't, they just, I thought they were, I thought they were atrocious. I think they've been bad for a few weeks now. Um, What's that say that all these coaches are going going to start going for it on fourth down against the Patriots too? Well, you know, you could get, I I mean, McDaniels knew he can get whatever he wanted. He knew he could get whatever he wanted. It's just, he knows that their offense is superior and that they're going to get what they want. They, that they have their running back is going to be able to get a yard. It's, I don't know if it's any defense, but 
McDaniels knows he can get what he wants. Yeah. Um, at least on Sunday, they certainly did. JC Jackson, the, <laughs> what do I call the piss trough for elite receivers in the NFL. great analogy, great analogy. <laughs> yes. From day one, every, every, like three weeks in a row against, you know, especially when he was opposite Gilmore as the number two, it was like, damn, this kid can play, like getting interceptions, opportunistic, really, really good. Oh, Stefan Diggs coming to town, nine catches, 144 yards, two touchdowns, pissed off. Open your mouth, JC. Just fucking gargle that shit. You remember the, remember the suck. It was, uh, Jeff, uh, Justin Jefferson, then Devontae Adams. And then uh, Jamar Dicks. Chase said he had no, and Chase too. Chase. Like he had to go through like a gauntlet of five receivers, like in five weeks in a row, and got his ass handed to him. Week yeah, in, last, week JC out. Jackson and Jonathan Jones, uh, yeah. <laughs> ideal number two cornerbacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding in that little stretch. They got toasted, toasted. Um, yeah, let's get back to the interception, uh, Captain. I think me and Ray's spat has uh, dwindled enough for me to say that Mac Jones sucks. He just is not fucking good. He's not good enough. Certainly, my point still remains that there's not enough around him to even come close. But that is that, still true. That interception is not certainly not a one-off. He said three of those this year. He said the pick to Xavier Howard in the first game against the Dolphins, where Parker got. Um, this shit pushed in out of bounds. He had the atrocious thrown across his, across his body uh, to Hunter Henry, supposedly against that Raiders game. And then he had this one all inside the 30, if not the 20 yard line inside field goal range that gave up points. That's a six point swing here against the Dolphins. If they don't give that up, if they Patriots just kick the field goal, it's 10 to 17 going into half. Instead, the Dolphins go down and kick the field goal. Now you're down two possessions. That Juju touchdown, Bobby. Juju got a touchdown today. Oh, why would you remind him? That drive in the fourth quarter for the Patriots, they would have been down eight at that point in time. It's a single possession ball game, not two. The the game completely changes. So, Bobby, you're right. The biggest turning point absolutely is Mac Jones' shitty, 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 terrible interception. Um, Go ahead, Ray. No, I just... It's Mac. I mean, I just don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, especially for this team. Move on from him. But, yeah, that was a bad mistake. He had uh, someone breaking. I forgot who it was. Was it a tight end? Was it a Gasicki? I forgot. Someone was wide open, and he didn't even look his way. He was just, like, looking down Ramondre Stevenson and then making a bad throw. It's just stupid stuff like that. Like, after your third year, you should actually be able to, like, show that you've grown. Yeah, I get it. He's had three offensive coordinators. But still, you got to grow and can't make these rookie mistakes in your third year of the NFL. Yeah, he's broken. You can, I mean, you can listen to the various uh, Patriot media coverage that goes into it and they'll, you know, they watch the film. You can then hear them talk about on this play, this guy was open on this, this was that, this, they, they kind of will break down what's going on about where he's missing and what it isn't. And I think it just, one, he's broken. He's been broken. He's broken down. He's beaten down. He's a mental midget at this point. And he lacks the physicality to go off script. So he, we just, this is this is what we're left with. It's it's uninspired, boring football to watch, and that's that's what we have for the rest of the season. It's Chip Kelly's fault. No, Kelly's on, fault. on Sunday, fault. on Sunday, you were blaming everything on Juju. Like even to start the game, your first text was <laughs> Juju's active. It's his fault we lose today. Well, was I wrong? Nope, you weren't. 
if it wasn't for uh who went oh uh Devontae parker went down on that supposedly yeah. non yeah. uh helmet to helmet hit yeah. uh that was the only reason we saw juju and kendrick Bourne with the torn acl so yeah not a good not a good week for the patriots so every week fronts. now bobby you're gonna have juju on the field from here on, he's gonna be your number one it's, <laughs> it's quite possible that he he will i mean i i doubt they're gonna bring booty up they hate him so they're gonna, I have to bring Taekwon, Taekwon, they're gonna have to bring both of them up uh, yeah. They just lost two wide receivers, so it's gonna Tyquan Thornton Somebody's and Booty gonna are gonna to have to dress. Yeah, Jalen Rager, yeah. Pop Douglas, Lee Cunningham, Booty. maybe all the all this work on wide receivers paying off. Chess versus checkers. Yeah, fucking terrible. Um, look, how cliche is it to say you can't blame a game on the refs? And talent was gonna weigh out in this one. The Dolphins were gonna win this game. Could have told you that last week after the after they beat the Bills. If I, you know, you were at that butt plug show. convention though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's not why they lost the game, but Jesus Christ, did the script look like it was coming through in that in that game? I mean, the obvious one was that third and fifteen, Patriots that's down. True. Sorry, no, not the obvious one. Just small T, <laughs> the obvious one. Uh, that third and 15 in the fourth quarter, Patriots had just scored the touchdown, Juju touchdown, Juju touchdown, Bobby. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm just trying to see. That was, a, that was literally like the Seahawks play where they were like, uh, with Marshawn Lynch, where they were trying to force it to him to, to like, so it's like, look, he's got a touchdown. Like they, they run that play. And of course the defense doesn't cover Juju. He fucking blows. I was it just was about genius. to say that I saw it coming from a mile away that they must've known like, Everybody knew this was it's Juju back. They're not gonna throw it to Juju Smith Schuster. If they do, we'll just fucking tackle them. Yeah. <laughs> it was a genius play call. Genius play call. Yeah. Um anyway, so anyway, they just scored that touchdown. They got them the Patriots got them backed up inside their own uh 20, <laughs> third and 15. Yeah. The Dolphins play. pick it up, flag, illegal man downfield. I was like, okay, yeah, they're calling the shit out of that this this year. That makes sense. They show the replay. The guy's ten yards downfield. I'm like, yep, good call. Third and tw- third and twenty or whatever that penalty is. Third is it ten yards, five yards, whatever. I'm like, they should be able to stop them on third and twenty. Maybe we get a ball game here. Oh wait, they're picking up the flag. They're picking up the flag on an eligible man downfield. I've never seen that. They don't pick up flags in the NFL. Never mind an eligible man downfield, which was ten yards down the fucking field. Like, I love when the commentators are like, "Yeah, I don't know unreal. what to say." Yeah, he's like, "I don't know what to say about that," but he was clearly downfield. But they saw something else. It's like, nope, we NFL's all saw the same rigged. fucking thing. NFL not rigged. Unbelievable. What was the spread in that game? Nine, nine and a half. Oh, it went down. I think to like eight almost by game time. So there was, was some money on the. Maybe pass. it was eight and a half, nine. Yeah, it came down. It was nine and a half to start the week, and then it went to eight. <sighs> they covered. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins covered. They needed mm. that 15. They needed that flag to get down the field and cover. Unbelievable. But even uh, a lot of people are making a big deal out of that JC Jackson pass interference. That shit gets called. He got beat and he grabbed him by the jersey and the balls in the air. I mean, it was ticky tack. I get it, but that's Chip Kelly's NFL, you know? If that guy has a heart attack tonight, it's your fault. <laughs> I think uh, he's still getting paid by two NFL teams. He's fine. Even the spots. I was just like, you know, maybe this is, maybe this is, you know, Bobby's opening take the, the, the being in the wake of a 20 year dynasty and just not getting the benefit of any call at all when you're going against the best offense in the league, but in the frustration of just losing and sucking every week back to bitching about the spots of the ball. Cause you need every possible break to, to even be competitive. But I'm looking at it going like, that's a 
shitty spot for the Patriots. Like, oh, geez, they gave him a yard and a half for the Dolphins. Like, and convincing yourself when the team goes to two and five, you're like, we fucking got this. <laughs> that was you last week, Bobby. That was me and you. You had it was, I know, and I feel like a fucking idiot. Mac mm-hmm. Jones is back, baby. Yeah, we got you can do shit. it. You can do it. <laughs> Man, exactly. Twelve and six, twelve and five, and play. <laughs> Biggest takeaways out of this. So we're post the uh, NFL trade deadline coming out of the coming out of Sunday in that game. Everybody thought at least somebody was going to be jettisoned off this Patriots roster. Sellers, born, sellers, sellers, sellers. Pick up some capital in the draft. What'd they do? What'd they do, Raven? Nothing. Not really only one that surprises me. So, you know, the big names that were rumored um, were all contract guys. Duggar, Uche, Owinu. Um, you know, throw some more names at you, but at you at me if you want. But uh, not a single soul was moved. And uh, just to add a little fuel to the fire, the Patriots reportedly did not also did not receive any calls for Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, for that matter. Did you hear who they were in on? I did. You want to say it? Chase Young? Mm-hmm. I mean, what yeah. was the sticking just, point? If they were in on it, what was there any uh Chase anything? Young said, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Oh, I can go to San Francisco and probably be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Chase Young trade would have had to come with an extension because yeah, it's not no getting a way. rental as a two and six ball club. I don't think he's gonna sign an extension there. I don't think San Francisco can afford that. Who knows? I don't know. They seem to be able to afford fucking everything. How many draft picks does this team have? They just keep shelling Trade them away. The door. Um, any thoughts on that, Bobby? Not moving uh, soul off the roster. The one that doesn't make sense to me is Josh Uche. There's obviously zero chance that they trade that they resign this guy. You could see them. You could see them resigning Duggar. You could see them on uh, resigning on Wainu. But they're not going to resign Josh Uche. And th- there's probably something there. He has value. He can rush the passer. He hasn't played this season. I mean, could they have gotten a late third round pick, early fourth round pick for him? Keep Who going knows? up, Bobby. Maybe keep keep going up. This is a, yeah, we're not playing probably. Madden here. This is real life. I know. So all yeah. the reports I heard were uh Chase Young went for a third. Chase Young went for a third. Yeah, so right. he was valued you're like right. an $18 million player. They valued Uche at, I think they said like 4.1 million and they were looking at a sixth or seventh rounder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm with the Patriots on this. They're just stand pat. Like what's a sixth round they're going to do. Let's just get to the off season. They, they don't have anybody signed basically There's lay it all out on the fucking table and start from fresh. So, but how many times are we going to have to do this? Do what? Just go to the table and start fresh. I don't know. This would be the first time since. No, they did it after Cam Newton. They did after this is no. They did that after 2020 when Bill had all this money to spend, and we went out and got Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. And well, they didn't. They just reloaded. They spend money every three years. That's what they do. Yeah, Kraft's got to save all his pennies because he's a cheap bastard. You just can't, it's just hard to it's just hard to remember the uh, the ebbs and flows of it because Brady took him to twelve and fourteen wins every year no matter who was on the roster every third or fourth year they go out and spend some money they give people don't think about it Stephon Gilmore was the highest contract a quarterback's ever gotten they signed him the thirty years, seconds into free million, agency yeah. like they you know it's not just this Belichick never spends Belichick never spends they spend they spent regularly but every three years they had I'm not saying about spending I'm saying spend. about rebuilding. Look, I, I'm not, I'm not, here's my next point. The season isn't over. 
Okay. They're going to go and they're going to pick up a few wins. They're not going to be a top five draft pick. They'll probably top 10 just because Don't you fucking say that <laughs> just because there's not much season left, but wash that dirty mouth out. Sucky teams get suckier, but the Patriots will stay the same. I promise you that they they're won't sucky. Get so worse. They well, won't they get suck. worse. They're, they're sucky. They won't get worse under Belichick. They'll just stay the same. And uh, with that logic, you're going to beat the Giants. You're going to beat the Commanders. What if there's more injuries? There could be more injuries. You, you can't get much worse. You can't lose much more many more bodies on the offensive side of the ball. And according to you, fucking idiots, if Mac goes down, then Zappy's going to you know charge us to the tenth win. Uh, I did so, say that. I never said that. Look, I don't think they're as bad as uh, of of blow it all up. I never, I've never been on this stage to blow it all up. I think another year in the system and offensively, if you go get some weapons and put around Mac Jones and he's in in the system for another year, and you come back with the same exact pieces, you have a chance to again be mediocre. They've hit a rock bottom point, but I don't think that is a true reflection of really what they are. They've had some shit injury luck. They've had some uh, some not buying in third offensive coordinator last year last year was the problem they fucked up they fucked up yeah, big time it i don't all, think it was it a restart still stinks in, in that building yeah all, it's all over the place and you may that may end up being the fatal flaw you know when it's all said and done that they may not be able to get over that uh with belichick still around but i just i still i don't think that they're two in 14 what's the math two and 15 ball club i just they're not I think they'll be better than that. So I don't think, to your point, to what you said, right, I don't think that they're really starting over from scratch. I don't think they did that in 2020 either. They just went out and retooled. Well, they got Mac Jones as rookie. I mean, they got him weapons. I mean, they did spend money. I, that's kind of a rebuild. I mean, that was their official rebuild after Brady. It wasn't the Cam Newton COVID year. I think that was the first rebuild. And I think going into the 2024 season, it's going to be another rebuild. So that's how I mean, I'm just asking, what are we going to do this every few years? Or until Belichick's gone. I don't know. I don't I wouldn't call it a rebuild. I think they went from 2019 as a as a playoff team. Yeah. 2020 Brady, and they brought back almost the same exact roster minus Brady. They didn't they never stripped everything down. It's never been a re- this is probably the I think this would be considered the first time they're doing this post Brady. I think yeah. they stayed status quo. And what you saw was the absence of Brady. That's what they looked like. They went to the playoffs with Mac Jones and got 10 wins. It, it, they, it's never been a rebuild or breakdown or a strip down. This would be the first. I'm just saying, I think just 2021 was the first rebuild. That's what I'm saying. Agree to disagree. It's a, it's a, a life without Brady. That's where you're looking at. I think yeah. this, like once Belichick is gone, now you're, now it's a, and I think the game plan for the crafts is never to do it. It's just never to do it. Like once I think potentially there's a transition already in place hopefully i mean especially from the personnel fucking side of things but they probably i think that they like the idea of and bobby you hate this idea but they like the idea of continuity of guys in the building of handing it over to mayo and keeping o'brien and potentially certainly do hate the fucking belichicks in the building and not having a a fire sale and everybody's out and we start from scratch because guess what that doesn't really work in the nfl just not a lot of success doing that. Do you Keeping think a bunch Jonathan of retreads doesn't always work either? No, very true. Do you think John Jonathan Kraft and Robert Kraft are going to be on the same page? Like, obviously, Robert Kraft's very old. I thought you were going a different direction with that. 
No, I'm just asking. I just don't know if they're on the same page. You think inappropriately like, sexual? You think Robert Kraft like is instilled in Jonathan like this is how you run a team? Blah blah blah. Or do you think Jonathan's going to say, "Ha ha, my tyrant bitch," and just go off the cups and do it his own way? Well, I think the rhetoric from Kraft is win at any cost. That's the rhetoric he gives you. So his words are saying that what we're doing isn't good enough. We'll have to wait and see what his actions are come in the off season. I think this is a huge offseason. Rich, like you said, they can go full clean slate roster-wise. All the money that they have, assets, who's coming off the books, decisions to make. So they could theoretically overhaul the roster, could make a lot of changes. So if they go with a whole new regime, this would be the time to get them in, to put their stamp in. If they keep this rolling and then these decisions get made, it would be years for another new regime to come in and then retool what this has been done to do what they want yeah i think um look i i've heard rumors today on thugger maz the commanders are in on trading for belichick so put that in the pot and stir it around and whatever that might look like this is the first time i'm hearing of this what are they oh, offering allow me to flesh it out um surrounding the trade the trades from the commanders who uh, dumped two of their top players. So they want to trade for Belichick, but they trade away their two best defensive linemen. Well, listen, they fucking Magic Johnson is the owner. <laughs> Wait Here's a minute. The... This, this theory makes no sense. Here's your idea. Here's the idea. You gain more draft capital. Is Belichick worth the first round, a second or third? They could pick up an extra second and third. Um, they want to be sent more or less tank to have a higher draft pick themselves. Mm. Um, and you know, and then have a clean slate. Chase was up for uh, a, a contract. Uh, I don't know if Harris was or not, but um, so the idea is you come in and you bring Belichick and it's a clean slate for him. Uh, new ownership there. And uh, Joshua Harris uh, just spent six guys with special teams versatility billion on there. Uh, you've got McDaniels out there that needs a job. You've got Patricia out there that needs a job. Uh, you might be able to get the band back together down there in Washington bills from the Baltimore, Annapolis area down here. Uh, there's a lot of boxes being checked. And if they finish with four freaking wins and Kraft is ready to move on to Gerard Mayo, then, and you get a little compensation out of them, you can kind of see how that might shake out. The words elegant solution have been used in Kraft moving on from Belichick. Love it. So there's an option for you. Ray, to answer your question, Jonathan and, and um, Robert, I would suspect, I have no idea, I'm just speculating. I would suspect that um, Jonathan Kraft is probably, Robert Kraft is very emotional towards the PR, right? He got burnt on Brady. I think he's being very, really wants this Belichick thing to go smoothly. Really wants Belichick's departure to go smoothly. He probably saw the end with him beating Shula, even if it meant two mediocre seasons, beats Shula, goes out on top with the Patriots hoodie on, Bye. Thanks for everything. See you later. Pass it on to Gerard Mayo, your successor and your son is sealed in town and Kumbaya. Not quite working out like that this year. And I think that I would imagine all options are open. I would imagine Jonathan Kraft's probably more open to get the old man out of here. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to the next thing. But I don't know. Kraft might be in. Kraft might have wanted to move on from Belichick fucking years ago because he's such a pain in the ass to deal with. Who knows? I don't know what the inside in the building looks like. Belichick seems like an asshole. He certainly does. <laughs> so where they go from here, um, I don't know. Would you bring back McDaniels right now? 
Fuck that. Private quarterback Fuck coach for Mac Jones? Nope. It could be a case could be made. He's the worst head coach in NFL history. <laughs> He's the only one to get uh, yeah. fired within two and a half years of two different teams. So I, I looked at you, uh, Ray, you brought up Hugh Jackson. So I looked up the wins. Hugh Jackson's like, he had 14 wins. McDaniels has 20, but Hugh Jackson's like 14 and like 40 or something. Mm-hmm. McDaniels is 20 and like 30, but McDaniels one season fired halfway through the next same thing. One season fired halfway through the next people must absolutely hate this man, hate him because they can't even finish a season with him. So the, he, he is right up there for the the worst coach that isn't like an Urban Meyer or like a Bobby Petrino. He's uh, not good, that's for sure. I, I will say that seemed quick. The uh, seems really the quick. trigger seemed pretty quick. What's what's that? Technically bolt? fired by Tom Brady, as Tom Brady is a minority owner. Ooh, good point. Mark that's Davis is point. who you're thinking of. Mark Davis, yeah, the ginger bowl cut doofus is paying him, is paying McDaniels now and Gruden $80 million or something not to to coach the teams. I think it's more than that. Is it? Because wasn't Gruden's well, Gruden deal like, had like a $100, $100 million, million dollar contract? 10 year, $100 million deal. They had to have settled out of that, though. He got fired for sending racist emails. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, I think that was probably a little bit short for, for McDaniels there, but yeah, he's not a good coach. Uh, well, and your fucking star wide receiver hates him. I think he hates Jimmy Grapple. He called him a bitch or a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever one it was, he's correct on both. Yeah, he's correct on both. Look, I'd bring McDaniels back because I'm under you guys are on the, under the illusion that Mac Jones is gone next year and you're going to bring in some fucking automatic answer to quarterback and Belichick's gone and everything's going to be hunky dory and fantastic. It's the same fucking illusion you were in last week at two and five when they beat the Bills. They're all coming back next year, boys. I hate to fucking glue it to you. They're all coming back. And the only one that's had success with Mac Jones is, is Josh McDaniels. Bring him in. He's getting paid. He's free for the next five years. He's free. Bring him in. Let him talk. Let me whisper sweet nothings into Mac Jones' ear. Make him feel good again. It's your only chance for the next year. Sorry. Yeah, but what do you have on this roster that's going to make it Mac Jones look good? You got $140 million next year in a top 10 pick. Go make it good. No, I'm just saying, like, right now, you said for the next year. I mean, he has nothing for a wide receiver except for Juju, who's now your number one. You got to start planting the seeds, Rim. Go start planting the positive gotcha. positivity. One can only hope that he actually does have to play and then is concussed and his career is halted. <clears throat> you know what would have been a good word for that? <clears throat> this is called foreshadowing. Mm. If he gets concussed, now his career may not be over, but it certainly will be retarded in the moment. Mm. Mm. You have a you have a cousin, don't you? Quick break. <laughs> You've met him. His name is Patrick. <laughs> is that? Uh, and yes, he is. That's not how that word was used in that moment, Raymond. What do you mean? His career is retarded. It's slowed down. It's it's halted, as Bobby would say. That's what yeah. the word means. Yeah. Slow it's a yeah. descriptive. It's a descriptive word. Yeah, so is it Patrick. Patrick is slow. He's dwindled down, and he's black. Is he black? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that's part of the, the definition. But Are you sure? Simple minds. <laughs> also, sure? also, Patrick's not 
uh, African American. Maybe he uh, identifies as that. He so is. now he you're a piece of shit. He may. He may. But his skin is Caucasian as the moon is white. Very white. Moon's fake. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you people have been on YouTube lately. That shit's not real. I watched that. Okay. The moon's fake. Yeah. It's hollow and fake and it shouldn't be there. Okay. Yeah. There's no scientific reason for the moon to exist. If everything we said before this regarding that uh, that word, that in, in wrong circumstances is not allowed, but in the right circumstances is, um, if that's all folly, what Bobby just said is not. That's That one stays. We won't have to beep that out at all. Nope. Moon fake. Correct. <laughs> YouTube it. I think Kyrie Fair. did a... Uh... <laughs> it's your boy? Yeah, I think, I think Kyrie did a TED Talk on it. Not too really? long ago. He'll get up. Uh, around the NFL trade deadline, we talked about the uh, former Redskins uh, selling off their half of their defensive line. Montez Harris goes to Chicago for a second-round pick. Chase Young to the 49ers for a third-round pick. Uh, good news if you're optimistic about the Patriots. They play the Commanders next week. So uh, maybe gives the Patriots O-line a, a fighting chance. 49ers are in it, man. Uh they traded for McCaffrey last year, Chase Young this year. They picked up uh, Randy Gregory a week ago, a week or so ago, we for a six-round pick. But will it uh, matter is what I ask you. A lot of scuttlebutt that the once boy wonder Brock Purdy is not the answer out there in San Francisco after a few bad weeks. Raymond, uh, in the midst of our Mac Jones fight, you kept throwing Brock Purdy in my face, and now he sucks and blows. So what do you have to say about this? Will the 49ers get over the Super Bowl hump, investing everything that they have into this roster, but Kyle Shanahan refusing to bring in um, an elite quarterback and moving on with Brock Purdy? No, they're going to fail miserably. They'll go to the AFC Championship game and lose to the Eagles again because the Eagles are dominant on both sides of the ball. I think the uh, 49ers on the secondary side of the ball is their weakest point, and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and uh, – is Goddard still there? Yeah, Dallas Goddard's still there. Yeah, this Eagles team is going to fucking destroy San Francisco in the uh, NFC Championship game. Bobby Shanahan has been trying to get a quarterback in there. He just hasn't been able to get one. They tried to trade for Stafford, tried to get Brady there. They had tried to uh, trade for Rodgers, I think, at one point, but it hasn't worked out. He knows these guys are stiffs. That's all he wants. He wants a quarterback, but he ain't getting one. Fuck you, Shanahan. Uh, tell you who got a quarterback. Vikings got a quarterback after Kirk Cousin goes down with an Achilles. They go go out and get Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals for a sixth round pick. Um, the Cardinals plan to start their rookie, even though Kyler Murray is healthy. The How is the for- NFL not looking into this? How you have a healthy franchise quarterback who was selected first overall. And he is not injured anymore and sitting on the bench. You're playing. This is Tankapalooza. They're trying to get the first pick. I don't think that there is any, uh, there's no rules against tanking in the NFL. There's nothing they can do. It's not the NBA where there's but like, what if he's lo- not the getting draft, paid the lottery? If the players association finds out that he has like all these roster bonuses and like starting bonuses and not getting, and they're actually sitting him to get a better draft selection, the NFL PA will have a field day against the Cardinals. You might not. You might not have that because his contract's new and it's just like this year could be fully guaranteed. They did put a video game clause in his contract, so it's mm. probably not it's probably not airtight. Um yeah, their only uh recourse here, Kyler Murray and his camp, is to sue the NFL through the NFL PA 
and that's an uphill battle. That's yeah, enough. So it happened with Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, good luck there. Um, good luck also to Josh Jobs and the Vikings. Hope that works out for him. Fucking Detroit. Who in our lifetime thought Detroit was going to be a powerhouse? You did. You had him going to the Super Bowl. That's right, bitch. Jets. I wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> There's no way you set that up no ahead of way. time. No, I'm no, you did not set that up ahead of time. No, you saw his face. You went, oh, shit, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I, that was an Allen Iverson self-alley-oop. <laughs> uh, Seahawks. I'll just run through these next ones because they're not as juicy. Uh, Seahawks get Leonard Williams from the Giants. Uh, Seahawks lead that division. Can you is be is Pete Carroll a better coach than Bill Belichick? Right now, yes. Without Tom Brady, if you just take yeah. him out of the equation, you'd yeah. have to take yeah. Pete Pel- Pete. He certainly Carroll looks really better. smart too, getting rid of Russell Wilson and being good. Quite good. Although Russell Wilson's like, isn't he the top rated quarterback in the NFL now? No. No. How is he the top rated quarterback? You mean from that last week with the game he won? No, I'm pretty sure if you go look at some statistics, he's climbing the ranks. What do you mean? Yeah, he's probably like ranked 36 out of 32 quarterbacks, and now he's probably 32. I'll find I'll find the stats. I'll send them to you. Um, Eagles get Kevin. How do you pronounce his name? Baird Bard uh, to bolster their safety uh, position in the secondary. Bills get a cornerback, Razul Douglas. Lions go out and get Donovan People Jones. Raymond, what? Nothing. Um. Jonathan People Jones uh, j- traded from Cleveland. Oh yeah, here's an interesting question: When does uh, Deshaun Watson get traded from Cleveland in, in that two hundred thirty million dollar contract that the Bear- Browns will eat? About Nobody 90% else is of? taking. <laughs> When's that shit happening? He restructured the only his deal. Team that would possibly entertain them, the Raiders. <laughs> they can't afford him. That's probably true. Would you take Deshaun Watson and the Patriots over Mac Jones? Yeah, because I if there's a happy hug and tug, I don't fuck. I've never seen it around here, so you'd be fine. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably half of his problem. Yeah. Oh, not, you think he tense. needs to be rugged and tugged? He's probably all tense. Tampa Bay. He'll probably go to Tampa Listen, Bay. We, we all have our little ticks about things that we need to feel good about ourselves. And what's yours? We, we know what Deshaun's is. What's yours, Bobby? What's mine? Oh, I, I can't. We can't talk about it. No, sorry. No, you know we can talk about it. No. no. Uh, Chiefs uh, bring back McCole Hardman. Jags bolster their O line. The Falcons get Van Jefferson for some reason. Uh, Miami went and got Chase Claypool before the deadline. Just a lot of movement. Uh, last few years has been a lot of movement here at the deadline. You know why? Before there was not a lot of movement in the NFL trade deadline because it would take too long to learn the systems and get timing down with your quarterback and ah, to really understand this. the playbook. Oh, and now Chip bitch. Kelly ruined the fucking NFL. So it's like the NBA. You just show up and uh, slap your dick out there and let's run around and play some flag football. I like it. Trade, 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 trade. Slapping dicks. <laughs> Speaking of that, we'll be right back. It's like 21, dude. Yeah, but like, what's the last four weeks? Post second, two weeks after the two. Brock Purdy's three. He's good. <laughs> Brock Purdy's good. He's good. He is a good. All right, I've been looking forward to talk about this. Meltdown watch. 
2.0 is underway. James Harden traded to the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers received James Harden, PJ Tucker, something called Philip Perturov, uh, 76ers in return. 76ers in return got two first round picks, one unprotected from OKC in 2028. 2028. So five years from now, they're guaranteed to suck. That's going to be a good pick. They also got a first round pick from OKC, which would probably be late. They got two second round picks, which is no longer useless in the NBA because the way they restructured the contract on the CBA. And then they got expiring contracts from Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, and KJ Martin, who are all serviceable bench players in the NBA, uh, which is going to clear the books for two, basically two max contracts next year. One of them is probably going to go to Maxi, but they can bring in another guy. The Clippers, I'm not going to use the Broussard word here or the Juju uh, career word here, but they are morons. They are morons never mind the fact it's james hart james harden and what that <laughs> what that quad of fucking losers is going to look like between <laughs> harden westbrook paul and uh, leonard's not a loser but he's kind of turned into one they got fleeced for mm-hmm. james harden for james Harden. <laughs> how don't you bring a third team in and just like try to get something holy shit keep and bead wanting to be here like you just brought back a bag of shit this oh, has, to have, like the the return, has right? to have been driven by I the owner. Has to have been driven by. I hate the 76ers return. That's terrible. Are you fucking hot? I I do feel like Christmas. I do feel like Christmas art. Are you high for James Harden? <laughs> I understand that, but James Harden's a fucking top ten player in the NBA, and you got no, back. And- That's the whole point. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks, and he's an asshole, and he's a loser. They were going fucking nowhere with that dipshit. They locked him out of getting on the team plane. They made him sit in street clothes on the bench because he's a fucking dickhead. Doc Rivers on live TV was asked what was more frustrating, Ben Simmons or James Harden? And he said, James Harden's a fucking asshole. (laughs) Live TV, he said that. You're not happy with two first-round picks and $60 million to spend next year? I'm just you saying crazy? you haven't beat you haven't beat on this team who's like on the cups of leaving because he's not happy and now you basically got back nothing to help. Would you want to stay there in Philadelphia? Well, he's probably yeah, he's... happy. Harden's gone. <laughs> no shit. I understand that, but you still have no talent around you. You're not building What's your around alternative to here, Ray. Keep him. No, get something better for him. I don't think that was a good enough deal. Okay, simplest minds of the week, uh, Raymond, bot pod, bottom of the totem pole of dumb. This is the whole point. You, That's the best you, that's like the best you could hope for for James Harden. <laughs> Times like a million. I wonder what Chris Broussard would have said if he heard that take. Jesus Christ, right? Wow. I, I can't open believe your they... ears, Dumbo. First open your all, eyes, they, blind bitch. Two first round picks. Like, what are you talking about? He, the players. He, you're building up for the future in five years. You think Embiid's going to be here in five years? You're, you you just open up $60 million in contract space next year. Not to mention the Sixers are still probably a top-four team in the East with Embiid and Maxine, what they have on the roster now. And you got rid of James Harden. Plus. I about Maxine. I always forget about Maxine until we play him. Plus. That guy's a fucking beast. Any He's thoughts better. on the deal, Bobby, before we start shitting on the Clippers roster? The, the only way that this could have been done is if it was driven by Clippers ownership. I can't imagine that the GM would think this is a good deal. It's terrible. I can't imagine that the coach would want this deal. 
this has to have been driven by them or from like a PR standpoint saying, we just want to be relevant. This just isn't basketball driven. There's no way. It's, How can they afford all four of those guys? I don't know, Ray. You're the NBA seller. Well, they must be in the second expert. tier or whatever. God, here you go. He's drinking clear liquor. Maybe they had to give up their birds, Not a good night. <laughs> no, tell us more about the fucking NBA salary cap, Ray. You, <laughs> no, you please nailed don't. that down in, in God, June. He, the fucking liquor's fucking... Go ahead, Ray. Tell right us all about how the throat. math works in the NBA in the second I'm April. sorry. Keep going. Keep no. going, Ray. I'm looking up some stats. Tell us all about the second apron math and how it works in the NBA. Well, he didn't he invent, invent uh, Apple? Wasn't he one of the guys that helped invent Microsoft. Apple? Like Microsoft. Pretty, pretty close. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have played in 38 games together last year. That was last year, 46% of the games. They've uh, played in 142 uh, total, including 37 playoff games, and they're four seasons together. 31% of the time. 31% of the time they've spent together on the same court. What's 31%. Their What's their record together? Uh, I don't know. They've made the playoffs. They're okay. But they have uh, they made the Western Conference Finals one year. Um, didn't they almost – didn't they blow a 3-0 lead to uh, oh, yeah. Dallas one year? Yeah. Um, either way, you have the poster childs for load management in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You've got James Harden who has now forced his way out of three teams. We were on meltdown watch number two. I said this in a text, like Russell Westbrook is going to play every game. He's going to average a triple double. He's going to take 32 shots a game while Kawhi Leonard is getting his feet rubbed and James Harden's getting something else rubbed. And Paul George is faking an injury and at some fashion show. Russell Westbrook's just going to stew in the corner, shoot about 11% from three. And then these guys are going to come back. You know, they're going to be the eighth seed in to win in the first round and just, get blown up. like they may fucking kill each other they may <laughs> kill each other if not they're all gonna quit one or the other it's gonna be b it's just gonna be fantastic gonna be a fantastic theater three of the biggest i don't think this is an overstatement maybe all three four the, will play against the celtics and that we'll get to see them how does that even work they're four Good. wings all of them need the ball well, Russell Westbrook's your point guard. James Harden's your two. Then you got two forwards with uh, George and Leonard and then throw a center out there. James Harden has not played a game in the NBA post-OKC where he has not dribbled the ball up the court. Not one. Well, well, you know who was on his team in OKC? Russell Westbrook. And now he's there, so everything's fine. Suck yeah, it, McPhee. On that workout. It was also, his, weren't they in Houston together too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and right. Paul George and Westbrook were together in OKC, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never mind. This all makes perfect sense now that we've talked it out. You know, they only had a split uh, three quarters yeah. of this quadrant together t- twice before. No big deal. But didn't what Russell Westbrook and James Harden get into a big beef in Houston? And that's why Russell Westbrook got traded out of Houston. I would imagine that's the case. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have no Sounds knowledge plausible. of that, but I would say that probably makes sense. And then Paul George didn't Paul George go to Houston or was supposed to go to Houston? No, he went to forced he went his to... way to L.A. No, oh, uh, did he? Yeah, they were playing pretty well wherever they were, and then he forced his way to L.A. to play with Kawhi because Kawhi wanted to go to L.A. <laughs> Just yeah. I've bitched, I've ranted, raved, and bitched about this too. This this era, this player player empowerment by the NBA. Thank God this is kind of a little bit coming to an end too. It took felt like heaven and earth for 
Kevin Durant and Kyrie to get out of out of Brooklyn. But God, it's just it, so yeah. annoying. If I was I to hope... do a get off my lawn rant, it would be about the NBA. <laughs> well, I was just I was just uh, premature with the NFL because the NFL is heading in that direction fast. Fast. It does furious. appear to be fast and furious. Chip Kelly's fault. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, did I say this? Three biggest underachievers in NBA history. Can you think of a, a, a different one? Paul, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul would be the, the mm, perfect he's a good one. addition oh, to this team. True. He's coming off the bench now, too, and I don't think he's happy about it. Go figure. Yeah, right. Do you should be used to it. Pull a hamstring. And uh, implosion is inevitable. Anyone want to take a guess? I'm saying Christmas. Injuries or someone to get pissed by Christmas. By all-star break. All-star break. All-star break's a good one, you. Maybe Valentine's Day. Maybe someone will steal someone's girl. Nice. Mr. Steel Girl. Uh, we're all on the basketball notes here. Uh, let's do a little Celtics check-in, shall we? Um, they are good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Porzingis is dominating. Fits seamlessly. Um who... I said this to Bobby. I said this to Bobby last week. Doesn't it seem like Tatum and Porzingis have been playing together longer than Brown? They and look Tatum great together. together. They look great together. It's just more of a natural fit. Hmm. It's a big and a wing, and then you have baby off. Kyrie out there trying to figure it out. Talking about Brown. Yeah, yeah. We can get into that. He's starting to piss me off. <laughs> um, Porzingis is is fitting seamlessly. Um, I don't remember. Sorry, lost my train no, of thought. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, baby. Yeah, you did. That's okay. Um, they don't have a bench though. They no, they, no, they may no. need to they fix this. Now, um, I'm not going to include Horford in this because your guy Joey Maz Bobby told us that they have six starters and 17 captains. So, you know that math is good. Joey Maz wouldn't steer us. He also said he was going to uh, flirt, uh, experiment with different starting lineups. I believe. And he hasn't yet. Yeah. No. So Man of his word. talking Joe. about Joey Mass? That, that Joe's... was like the funniest thing. I saw that statement. And then the next game, they're like, yeah, it's the same fucking lineup as last time. Like, Tatum might come off the bench. Yeah. He's tired. Yeah. That was the bullshit statement. Because Tatum says he doesn't like load management. So, come on. Captain of truth. Tatum doesn't like load management, by the way. Dude does not get enough credit for best av- best ability is availability. He's played the most minutes since he came into the league 2017. That stat came out like a year and a half ago and hasn't changed. He just he doesn't knock on wood. He doesn't miss games. He doesn't load manage. He doesn't sit out. He's done a couple interviews. I've watched him on this. I don't know if he's just spilling bullshit or believes it. What he his actions say he believes it, but he's like, these are paying customers. They come here to see us play. I feel the obligation to go out there and play. I'm getting paid handsomely. I should go out there and play. Tatum. At one point in time, Ray, you, you and I, you know that I was, we were iffy on Tatum for good reason. You were. I, I am rock solid. Dude is, I'm I'm good with Tatum. He's got one thing to prove. Can he be the closer late in the playoffs? He's done it in some game sixes. Can you do it in game seven to win a series? That's kind of your last little step there, win a championship. But I'm rock solid on Tatum. Rock hard for him. Rock solid Let's on say, him. say rock hard, baby. Top three, maybe MVP this year. Tatum's fucking awesome. Uh, their bench sucks. That's what I was going to get to. Tatum's averaging 36 minutes. Now it's only three games, but you can you can kind of foreshadow this is how it's going to go because the bench is so uh, limited. Tatum's okay. averaged 36 minutes. Jalen Brown, 34. Porzingis, 30. Derek White, 30. Holiday, 32. Al Horford, 22. Really drops from there. 
your two minutes guys on the bench right now are Pritchard and Sam Hauser. Um, you can live with one of those guys being minutes guys, but the other is a problem. Which one? Hauser. <laughs> Way to try to couch that. Just save his feelings, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Hauser in 12 and a half minutes is averaging three and a half points and three rebounds as 12 minutes, too much a game. Knockdown shooter there. Is Porzingis, trying to, is Porzingis trying to prove something to the league? Because he is playing. I know it's only been three games, and as they're they're playing right now, I believe. So four. But he's playing out of his fucking mind right now. Like, I've this hasn't been seen since he was in New York, I believe. Last like, year, Bubby. Last year. 27 points last year. 27, 12. He and was nice last year, six yeah. or something. He was just in basketball oblivion and with the Wizards. Purgatory. He played well. Um in his last year in Dallas too, but I think dealt with a, an injury or something. Um, yeah, look, he looks explosive. Dude's a unicorn. They've called him a unicorn since Canada League. He dealt with some injuries, some sexual misconduct stuff in New York. They shipped him out. Um, and I don't Allegedly. know, probably has something to prove. Or is it about the, you know, you got maybe the best player in the league to the right of you that is getting a lot of attention. You got uh, the highest paid player in the league, Jalen Brown to the left of you. You've got Derek White, who is... Uh, I don't know, has to be in the conversation as of one of the best point guards in the league right now over the last season, season and a half, the way that he's playing. And, you know, and Drew Holiday is constant professional. You know what I love about Drew Holiday is, I've only watched a couple, you know, obviously been three games, but even in close games, like he just, there was this one play, they, uh, maybe against the Heat, they were down by four. Someone missed the shot and he got the offensive rebound. And just dribbled it back out and like reset with 20 nice. seconds left where Marcus Smart would have been would have jacked just, that uh, jumped on the floor and thrown the ball away or acted like he cared and tried but to be the heart off. and soul. And like Drew Hall just comes down, finds the lane, hits a little 15 foot jumper. And it's like easy, just simple, easy shit. Yeah, I love it. Oh, it's so speaking of easy uh, 94, 63 Celtics on top right now. They're they're pretty fucking good. They're good. Pacers, they're playing. Yeah, but Halliburton wasn't playing, so I mean, yeah, four no. Um, that's a lot of positivity. How some negativity? Jalen Brown's starting to piss me off. Here's a quote he gave. I don't know if this was before the season or it was recently. <clears throat> quote: "It's tough being talented because it invites laziness, it invites complacency, but that's going to be our enemy this season. It's going to be us versus us." I'll give him this seat. Oh, that's me saying this. <laughs> the answer is going to be, it's going to be us versus us. End quote. Just, you Chris Broussard. <laughs> it's just, the fucking arrogance out of this kid. This fucking arrogance out of this kid. And I, I this is what I wrote. I was just about to read as a quote. These are my quotes. I'll give him this season to get the, that just sounds like Marcus Smart. Just that Marcus Smart uh, 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 off his fucking lips. So Marcus Smart's been the heart and soul and the leader of this team and been the mouthpiece for this team for so long that it just feels like that's still there. I think Jalen Brown is more eloquent and uh, has uh, better words and better things to say than that piece of shit line it, it, talent invites laziness like you've you haven't won dick man you've come up short you had one of the ugliest performances in a game seven when you were absolutely needed at your at the most critical time you shit your pants and you're talking about laziness and complacency because you're so fucking talented is he Jeez. referring to the same himself who can't dribble left <laughs> his inability to dribble left he can't do it 
His it's all, bad. Still, his game, I gave Jalen credit uh, year after year because he came into the league, had no handle, had no shot, and he consistently got better every single year. You physically, you visibly could see something that he got better he, at I physically He's every improved. year until the past, until last year. And now this year, he looks like the same player. Like nothing's improved. He got his money. He's like, well, well, I'm good here. I'm good. $309 million or whatever you got. And now you're over in, you know, Italy doing fashion shows and whatever you're doing. Do you, I guess. But dude, you had like nine turnovers in a game seven where it really needed you and you suck balls. You think you could go just put some duct tape over your eyes and dribble left a couple hours a day. He's starting to piss me off a little bit. And his, and the uh, oh, Jalen Brown proved the, the haters wrong because it went out against the Wizards and dropped 14 in the first quarter. Who gives a shit about the third game of the year? Dropping 14 against the Wizards in the first quarter. Yeah, we would want to see you do that game seven against fucking Milwaukee. Yeah. We all know that you're good. Can you be good when you need to be good? Just stop talking about how good you are and prove it, Jalen. God, that aggravated me. Anyway, Celtics are good. Quick break. Seems like you're already 40 with all this old man ranting right now. Yeah, I feel good. Very hot down here. See the little pit stains you got going on. Yeah. That's why you also don't guy. like people touching my thermostat. I had a certain somebody, I won't name them, came into my house and was messing with the thermostat. So I... Whoa! He just he just rolls wow. in and starts touching thermostats. Just checking with the Dead thermostat. To don't the unmitigated touch my goddamn thermostat. Yeah. Let's see. You have to understand if there's someone write a letter to my wife of the of the patience that this man deals with an ass. Wow. That's why, that's why I need this show. This is why all of my segments what, are so ranty. What else does he do when he walks in there? It's a, he sees the toilet seat down, just leaves it up, pisses wherever he wants. Unbelievable. Yeah, Not no, yeah, the, the whole thermostat is so so does he 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 made it hotter? He wants it warmer. You're he's too you're too cold for him over there. I don't know. I blacked it out. <laughs> My mother says that to me all the time. She comes over and she goes, wow, why is it at 69 nice in here? And I'm like, because that's a nice temperature, mother. And she goes, it's so cold. You should turn the heat on. No, fuck that shit. My house, my goddamn rules. My wife doesn't even like the temperature I have it at. <laughs> I fucking keep that shit. I didn't know I was going to open Pandora's box. And the... Oh, fucking hey, man. Don't touch a man's thermostat. Don't touch my food. Don't touch my thermostat. I'm we'll be you. good. We'll be good. It stays you. at 69 year round. <laughs> Goddamn right it does. <laughs> what was the Queen's rule? You didn't turn the heat on at uh, Queen's like Landing? After Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's like 50 or something like that. So 34 no at night. Me. He keeps it at 52 until after Thanksgiving. The, the heat's about to come on. His whole army was, points. He lost a couple of the whole armies <laughs> in the basement early November. Ah, frostbit. Fucking A. Hypothermia. Oh, Mr. Queen, Mr. Queen. Please, <laughs> he lost her, her, her feet are frozen. Cut him off. Yeah. Here's some bitch. cocaine, bitch. Shut up. Take the limbs. Get her some wheels. It is fucking cold. I remember going over I'm the, the Queen's queen. landing pew, pew. times. It was fucking cold. 
He'd have the well, slider open, ready to fucking go in his winter time. I'm like, God damn, sir. Dude, when your place just smells like pussy and ash 24-7, you got to keep the windows open, you know? Well, that's how they get invited in. It's like that, like a witch's spell. You just see all the girls yeah, floating like a, over to Queen's Landing. It's a mating odor just wafting into the, the yeah. hood of Manchester. Uh, queen, what is that? The queen. queen bathing again. <laughs> it's like the Batman fucking lights in the sky. Uh, and <laughs> Snapshot, Bobby Napot, uh, brought to you by Napot.com, sharing knowledge through small blogs that will help you avoid uh, costly mistakes. Bruin Snapshot. Uh, Are they giving us money? Wh- I'm waiting on it. <clears throat> the Bruins uh, have more regular, have less regular season losses in the past season than the New England Patriots. Oh, try that exercise. Well, this is a real place. Bruins in 90 games have lost 12 games in regulation. The Patriots in 25 games have lost 14 games in regulation. Uh, Conclusion, Bruins good, Patriots bad. That's a fucking amazing. Excellent. Next segment. (laughs) I said nap, Bobby. Close your eyes. Uh, just a little snapshot. This is all it is. We're not going to take a ton of time here. Grizzly goes to the IR. Shocking there. Long-term IR. A little average-sized pipsqueak got hurt again. Uh, Lauk IR, IR, Luchik IR, it doesn't matter. McAvoy, did you see this hit, Raymond? The, uh... I loved hearing the explanation from the uh, rules committee from the AHL. That was, they have sound effects. It's very nice. Yeah, it's very precise. Uh, they let you know. It's transparency. It's good. Uh, McAvoy uh, gone for four games for a headshot on... Uh, Ekman Ekman, uh, Larson. Yeah, I can. How about this, Maddie Pota? Patwa? Patra? Patra? How do you pronounce it? Fucking Poitras guy. But it's Fucking Poitras. He's sticking around. They had the, uh, this was news to me. I don't know, but I'm not a big hockey guy. You got a nine game basically tryout uh, as an NHL rookie. You can stay on for nine games. Uh, If you stick around for the 10th, your contract kicks in. You're eligible free agency uh, a year early. Uh, which will be 2026 for this kid, but five points in nine games, including three goals, uh, currently holding down your first center position out there with Zaka and Pasternak most recently. Got to like it. I've, we've it's been good. calling for this youth movement. They got Beecher playing regular minutes. And now with the with the uh, McAvoy suspension, they brought up the Lowry, I think is how you pronounce it, Mason Lowry, who we've been heard about for years here, Ohio State kid. Uh, so you got three. Two rookies who are contributing in Beecher and Poitra, Patra. And then if this Lorai can come in and hold down a, a a left defensive spot, Jesus Christ, out of nowhere, Sweeney's put together a little youth movement in Boston. Uh, you're also 8 0 and 1 right now. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, they haven't by lost. By the way, the they haven't lost. So, yeah, not a big deal. Sweeney again, looking, making us look like the fools saying, fire this guy after everything that happened in the offseason. They're fucking doing what they did last year. Just keeps rolling. I'll just say this, which I like, and I like the the youth movement. And I, and I said this in our last Bruin segment, whenever that was. I don't want to say it feels different. I'm not going to say it feels different. But if you want reason for hope that it will be different once you get to the playoffs, I know it might. it's blasphemous to say this, especially so soon. But the fact that St. Patrice and Krejci are off this team, they had 14 years of, you got to call it underachieving in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now you've got some new blood. You've got some too young uh, to to know what they're getting themselves into, young and dumb. Um, and these kids, 
and you know, right here, eight and zero, you basically already fucking sealed up a playoff spot. So, pretty much. I don't know if you want some optimism to think that they're not going to blow it again. Maybe that maybe that loser was coming from Patrice, just not as as good as people wanted to get him credit for. Certainly, offensively, the the game you know, gets a little tighter, uh, gets a little faster. Wasn't able to bring it. How many times did that perfection erection line get shut down when we got to the playoffs? Holy shit! Remember how many times we had to do the missing on the milk carton thing because they were gone in the playoffs that one time they didn't even score, have an assist. What was that? The twenty twenty playoffs, that bubble year. Oh, the bubble year. Yeah. Remember that? They just fucking fucking just disappeared. Yeah, they were nowhere to be found. So anyway, I like the youth movement. I like the kids. Uh, That's not to say that that's where they should stop. Um, So like a week into the season, we had massive Bruins trade rumors flying up, which felt weird. But um, Logan Couture was one of these guys getting floated around. 34-year-old centerman. that's to the point. If you like Logan Couture, cool. If not, whatever. It's to the point that there's still holes in that top six. They're playing well, sure. But when your top six is held down by DeBrus, Coyle, Marshan, Zaka, Pasternak, the rookie, Patra, uh, and then from there, JVR, old ass JVR, the geeky kid, some kid named Geeky is on your third line, and Frederick. The point is, you're not stacked with talent. Even in your uh, top nine, you're not anywhere are you stacked with talent there's room for improvement there and you've still got some pieces to do it i'd still move on from a from one of your goalies one of your top goalies that you're paying handsomely what are they up at eight nine million dollars in the goalie position for two of them grizzlick just went long term on ir but if he can come back and you can move him he's a piece you can get rid of anyone whatever defenseman you want to talk about forbert um carlo even i'd move on from debrusque who by the way has zero goals and had to be had to give have a little talk. Oh, he was the healthy scratch point. too. Yeah, healthy scratch. I don't know. Um, I know this is quote unquote supposed to be a rebuilding year, but you've already got contributing rookies in your eight and zero. Should they look to make a move with one of these movable contracts? Absolutely. What greatness would that be if they win a fucking cup this year? And all along that we were right that Patrice and Krejci and all these old fucks were holding them back. Fuck yeah, make a move, get someone in here, win that cup. How many butt hurt Bruins fans are the baby crying for Patrice? Give him a ring. Give him a he ring. He needs to be on that good trophy. You got to put his name on the side of the playoffs just to put him on the right there. Fuck <laughs> that. I'll agree to that as long as they get Tuca and they fucking somehow force a winning game and they fucking sub him in just so the Queen has to get that butthole dead too. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Right? There you go. There's your Bruins snapshot, Bobby. Any final parting thoughts? Hockey is dumb. Okay. Uh, afternoon delight. Be right back. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Welcome back to our new uh, favorite segment. This is called This or That with Chief Bobby. Uh, where he... I'm sorry? What? Hmm? What did you say? Hmm? Ow. 
I really didn't hear you, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I didn't hear you. I Could thought you were very much. upset about it. Uh, no, 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 no. Free sunshine, Ahoy, Ahoy is over your house. It was my <laughs> fucking joke that you took, so that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, it's all it's all gravy, baby. We're all one. Uh, this is that with Chief Bobby. He gives us uh, two uh, obligatory uh, things. They could be uh, nouns, people, uh, things. It uh, doesn't matter. Nouns, people, things are all nouns. So uh, there's a little english lesson for you hmm. uh let me th- just throw it over to you chief give us your this or that certainly and we'll discuss we'll start off slow here gentlemen iphone or android iPhone. iphone i fucking hate iPhone. someone that has that green goddamn text in the goddamn exchange yeah. android people are weird yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah canada or mexico tough one not for me canada i fucking can't stand the heat all the time it get me somewhere north of the uh the line so i can have a nice 34 degree day once in a while i'll love it it's complicated for me, but I I think I'm gonna go Mexico based solely off of uh, the cuisine. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot of caca for me to think about. Um, so Ray, you went geographical. That's a lot of caca. Not a lot of caca. <laughs> I mean, that Mexican food too. <laughs> you Ray, you went geographical. Bobby, you went uh with the cuisine. I was just thinking purely of the people. Um, and although. <laughs> A little bit of racism sneaking in there. I, I think Canadians are turning real shitty real quick. Like they're becoming just quasi Americans, but worse. Like they think they're better than us now because we're so shitty. So there's uh, a the word Mex- for it, cunty. Yeah, there you go. Mexicans, uh, Canadian, Canadian, cunty Canadians. Mexicans are just seem happy and fun and hardworking. So I'm gonna really go, hardworking people. I'm gonna send me to Mexico. Don't, don't get paid a lot though. Mexico. Mm, no, not here. But you don't need a lot in Mexico. They seem fine. Mm. So moving on. So would you rather have to survive in the zombie apocalypse or a natural disaster apocalypse? What kind of zombies are we talking about here? We're talking uh fast like ones? World War Z or uh, No, Walking no, Dead. not super super athlete World War Zs. Kind of like uh and not always as slow as Walking Dead where they're always just kind of stumbling around. Let's say there's if you see a real fit one like before he was a zombie, he was a 25-year-old crossfitter. Yeah, he yeah. can come get your ass, but like a lot of them are kind of slow. Like, you know, they stumble around, maybe kind of like, uh, what was it? The Last of Us, kind of like that. They're kind of normal. What are we talking about for a natural disaster? Uh, Everything's fucked up. Like, there's like a very small amount of people there, but you can't scavenge anything. Like, there's not like you could just go to the grocery store and scavenge stuff. So it's like you're living off of whatever scraps of whatever super volcano popped now, this off. is for this is forever though this is inevitable this is like global natural disaster zombie uh, world has taken over we just yep. got to live the rest of our lives within this environment correct but, so apocalypse. you get to choose which one that you would live in just because you said the food would be probably there if the zombie apocalypse happened but not for the natural disaster so i'm going strictly on cuisine and going zombie it's true. You didn't specifically say if McDonald's would be open or shut down <laughs> during the zombie apocalypse. You did so. not. You did not. That's <laughs> more apologies. of uh what's the one with Bill Murray? Oh, what's Zombie Land. Zombie Land, yeah. yeah. Raise more of a zombie land speed. Yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> zombie kill of the week. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. Tough. Tough. I, I I'll go I'll go natural I'll go natural disaster I'll start already thinking about it try to get some training in because it's coming at some point so I'll go natural I, I would go uh, zombie I I've seen a lot of zombie movies and zombie shows they make it look fun um I would like to do that yeah like if you you could do except a for thing, when Carl dies when virtual reality fun. comes in and they yeah, could just they could just put you in a place like yeah go live in a zombie apocalypse for twenty four hours see if you can survive yeah sign me up. Yeah, I don't like my picky, but you know we all can't be the same thing. So moving on. 
Podcasts or music? Would you rather listen to? Forever? Well, forever, just what's your preference? You just gotta preference. choose podcast right. or music. Uh my mindset. Um, I'm probably gonna go music. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I would I would go music. My preference. Yeah, me too. I think I gotta go podcast. Yeah, it's close for me. I listen to a lot of. I listen uh, to a me lot too. I guess me too. But Porzingis or gets, Drew Holiday? Yeah. Who's more important to the Celtics? Porzingis. Porzingis, because you have Derek White. I agree. Porzingis. Bigfoot or ghosts? What's more ghosts. likely to Fuck be real? Bigfoot. Ghosts. What's more Stupid. likely to be real? Ghosts. 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 Fucking Bigfoot's not real. You think ghosts are more real than Bigfoot? What are you guys yeah. fucking high? Ghosts are real. Bigfoot is real. He's been seen all over the goddamn world. He's called the Yeti in Asia. He's just like a big, no. He's just like a big squirrel. Like, who gives a shit about Bigfoot? Yeah. He has, would name something cool that Bigfoot's done. Probably taking know. a bunch Probably of threw big shit shits. on somebody. I don't know. He's in the he's in movies. There's photographic mm. evidence of Bigfoot. There's not a single thing about ghosts. I watched Harry and the Hendersons a lot as a kid. Remember the movie? Yep. Bigfoot. Yep. It's a pretty good one. Uh Bigfoot's for losers. Go ahead. Yeah. Pumpkin spice beer or pumpkin spice coffee? Pumpkin <laughs> beer. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take beer. I know this is a pumpkin latte, like the I'm assuming. Yeah, anything. Yeah, pumpkin coffee ish, whatever. Beer. I'll take pumpkin beer, but you, you know what the beer industry really needs to do for me is stop putting it out in August. Can you put it out when it belongs, which is Halloween yeah, to Thanksgiving? Like, no, September yeah. 22nd. September, halfway through September. September 22nd, when fall starts. Yeah, that's fair. Fine. That, by yeah, the not August, but yeah, I agree. It's still so hot down here in September. Oh, fucking lati da. Worst coach, Hugh Jackson or Josh McDaniels? Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. It's pretty bad. He's bad. Yeah. Everybody hates McDaniels. It's him. He's worse. I thought he I think Hugh Jackson went one and thirty one in two seasons. He did. Do you think if Josh if Josh McDaniels was actually given the full if he went five years with a quarterback, don't you think he could be okay? If everybody didn't hate his guts and could can't possibly stand the sight of finishing yeah. a second season. The answer to that him. was no. I was setting that up. That was a quick no. He sucks. More likely to kill us all. Artificial intelligence or climate change? AI. I'm, climate change is fake. AI. Thank, uh, thank you. Climate change is fake. It is absolutely artificial intelligence. God. Yeah, artificial intelligence is already killing us. Go for it. Yes, it is. That's we could do a whole show on that. I was thinking of doing a yes or no. It's called yes or no tinfoil hats uh edition. Ooh, Maybe that's coming ooh, next I like week. That. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I I almost Real? just veered. You can kind of see with some of these questions, I was leaning in that direction today, but here we yeah, go. I Moving like that on. conspiracy tinfoil hat of it. Real or fake? That's pretty that's a that yes or no. That's that's what the question I would say it, and you would say yes or no, whether you agree with it. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. Tune in next week. Excellent. What so for Christmas? One big gift or multiple smaller gifts? Uh, that's called Hanukkah, and I'd go Christmas. <laughs> eight. You get eight. You get eight for Hanukkah, so that's it. <laughs> Give me the one gift. One <clears> gift. <throat> one good gift that you want. Yes. Hmm. Uh, I'll go. I'll go multiple. I like the opening. Opening of gifts. Actually, I don't like the opening. I hate the whole fucking idea of gifts. I've really worked hard in my family just to eliminate gift giving pretty much altogether. Really? Yeah. I think it's fucking dumb. Just like 
Well, that's why you, so you don't want to just bring it down to one gift each, like one meaningful yeah, item. One small gift that makes me laugh. That's all I'm looking for. So it's like, they just come oh, like that ornament I sent you last year. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I don't need it. If I want to, I'll go fucking get it. I don't want you need you to buy me something. I don't, just the whole thing. Get She's off my like, lawn. Yeah, well, here's my list of demands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me this and it's not remotely close to what I was looking for? Cool. I'll. Put that I'll in hold on to it for 10 years and then bring it up and throw it away. You know, put this right away over here in my uh, my bin of things I love. Yeah. <laughs> I like white elephant. Like that's uh, a good uh, or a Yankee swap as it's called also. But like a joke one, that's what I'm into. Mm. Toss those around, get real, get real rabid with the rules, stealing and such. I like that move. Are you uh, the type of that uh, first person gets the last pick? Mm hmm. They can steal from anyone they want. Mm -hmm. I've been to some that don't like that rule, and I don't think I ever went back to their house again. No, I wouldn't trust them. Mm -mm. Trust them. Too soft. Too soft. Way too soft. You got to have number one. That's the whole strategy. Just like that this guy's just waiting in the wings. The this guy's yeah. waiting in the wings. I will pick the biggest box, and then I will laugh at every fucking person yeah, that picks after me something, because I will get that. Don't steal something <laughs> everybody wants. You got to pick like two or three down the ring, and then you know mm -hmm. the, the ringer won't come you for you. They're going to go for the, the best thing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I done that one. Excellent so I got strategy. I got like a car wash thing, and I just traded with someone that had like a gift card to some fucking awesome story. Bobby, you want to go to the next one? Yep. No. Mm -hmm. Last mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Simpsons mm -hmm. or Family Guy? Family Simpsons. Guy. Ooh. Tiger Family Guy. Yes. Yeah. Family mm -hmm. Guy. Never was a Simpsons guy. Simpsons is a great show, but here's Family my last, Guy is just here's my last rant. Funny. Fuck cartoons. I'm not a big cartoon guy. Never been the South Park. Family Guy was just in college. We would get drunk and eat and uh, high and laugh. Uh, never really watched The Simpsons. Cartoons don't really do it for me. Even like, eh, and just not my thing. Not my thing. Uh, big Mouth, you got me into. That was a cartoon. I watched the first couple seasons of Big Mouth. I haven't uh, watched it since. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a big John Mulaney fan and Nick Kroll fan, and that humor just captures me. <laughs> and it was like. It's so Bobby. Have you seen Big Mouth? No. Just watch the first season. It's on Netflix. It's the puberty so, monster. It's so outrageous that like you can't not laugh. <laughs> this scene, the scene where the main character like uh, jerks off and is he's like a thirteen year old kid and he like jerks off for the first time in his bed and there's this imaginary puberty monster and he's this big monster and he is kind of talking him through it. He's like, oh my god, like you know, oh, what a mess. What does it do now? He's Puberty monster takes a cigarette, goes sleeping it, pig. <laughs> I was That's speaking thirteen-year-olds jerking off. I was talking with somebody the other day about. Oh remember when you had to just jerk off with what was ever was up here pre oh. pre porn becoming available? You had to just sit here and th just just think about whatever it was. Yeah, I think it made us stronger. Yeah. yeah, but I see your mom at basketball, Bobby, so I already had that imagination going. <laughs> exactly. That's what you had to do. You had to keep that mental picture from before. I know. It was, cool. That's exactly what I'm getting at. And it was there. It was there. It was there. All right, riveting. That was great. Uh, that was This or That with Chief Bobby. Uh, we'll end the show after this with Simplest Minds of the Week. Stupid or something. Mama says stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> the old spank bank. Simplest minds of the week. Um, the clear winner here. Although 
Yeah. Uh, the clear winner. Could he be the winner of 2023? Is he Maybe the, the winner, winner of 2023? He has to be in the running for simplest mind of the year. Chris Broussard drops one of the funniest hard R's I've ever seen. <laughs> On... <laughs> I know it's so politically incorrect to say it anymore, and uh, you know, but I don't care. It, it, it was I laughed out loud to my to myself, and I knew it was coming. The headlines right there, you know, Chris Broussard unbelievably says, you know, the R word, R bomb, and national TV. Uh, they were talking with Nick Wright, who, who, uh, what are they talking about? Oh, they're talking about the James Harden trade. And I think he was discussing particularly, oh, I have the quote right here. Look at this. Uh, Broussard had been arguing with Nick Wright about Harden's usage in LA when he made the slip up. Quote, he said, is that man our word? Broussard queried. That's nice. Right, quickly jumped to abolish Broussard saying, You shouldn't use that word, but sure. And Broussard, so he agreed. <laughs> I mean, you can't say that, but yeah, he is. But yeah, sure. And Broussard, uh, very eloquently wrapped it all up. Quick little back snap. No one's gonna, no one's gonna remember this because he said, I'm sorry, developmentally disabled. <laughs> Just in case Harden. you didn't know what that word meant, developmentally disabled. Yeah. The New York Post headline had me laughing too. Chris Broussard asks if James Harden is retarded and then cites dead cousin in bizarre apology. <laughs> this is his apology. Quote, he said, I have my first cousin. We just put him to blank. He stopped himself mid-sentence. He said, quote, I have my first cousin. We just put him to death is what he's trying to say. He died a few months ago. A month or two ago, he was developmentally disabled. I did not mean to use that word. The comedy of errors of this thing is just too much to overlook. I it, I was, I know it offends some people. If it's not politically correct, but God damn, was that funny? And then bringing up your uh, mentally challenged cousin who just I died. Mean, damn. I mean, what a classic. I got black friends. It's okay. Like I can re- use that word. Re- yeah. Re- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good example. That's a, a great analogy. example. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> he said dumbass shit before, though, right? Yeah, dumb he ass got shit. fired from ESPN, right? Now he's on Fox Sports, right? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Didn't he say he call someone gay or something like that? I th- yeah, you might be onto something there. Yeah, he's like, I don't, yeah, he's like some PC. And I don't think PC. he's liked in the journalist community either. Is it? I, I think he's like, I think he's much of a journalist. I think he's just a guy. Well, he had to get there somehow. Yeah, I don't know. We could probably do a deep dive on Chris Broussard, but you know who has time for that? Just when you listen to the video, how he says it, it's like he forgets he's on TV or thinks he's on the Simple Mind Sports Show. He just, yeah. it just comes out so perfect. Yeah, like it like doesn't so skip a beat. Shallant. Yeah. Well, you heard me in my response to Ray's uh, opinion on the James Harden trade, so mm. I was almost Broussarding myself multiple times in my response. <laughs> Because it was so stupid. It was so, so stupid. And Nick Wright, I'm sure dealing with Nick Wright is very similar to dealing with with Dr. Big Mac. Just wildly frustrating. Mm. Probably different reasons. (laughs) Uh, Also on the Simplest Minds of the Week, Brandon Miller. Congratulations for Brandon Miller um, becoming a second timer on the Simplest Minds of the Week. The Hornets rookie, one-time Alabama basketball star. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. made headlines this week 
for an interview calling Paul George his basketball goat, a.k.a. greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the context is asked by a reporter. It was something like there's a lot, you know, the, the conversation around Jordan versus LeBron as greatest of all time has really been played out. But you're with the Hornets. You've spent time with Jordan. Is that something that is, you know, just played out to you? Is that conversation too played out? The reporter asked the question, Jordan or LeBron, greatest of all time, but couched it in what a what a dumb question to ask, right? But also, like, who do you think? Mm-hmm. And his response was Paul George. <laughs> Paul. That's a Chris Broussard right there. Paul George. Mm-hmm. How like, could he even uh, say that? With a straight give, face. With a straight fucking face. Maybe he was trolling. He didn't give a great explanation, but just a reminder of, of where this kid came from. He is the same moron who last January <clears throat> brought his teammate, Alabama teammate, a gun that went on to kill 23-year-old uh, Jamia, I think her name is, Jamia Harris, um, that instance was a text message at one forty eight in the in the morning, uh, and a second text message asked him to pick him up and also bring his gun. The teammate was Darius Miles, who I think is Darius Miles, not a, not related to the old NBA player. Mm. Okay, no, we went down that road before, and no, it's not very good. Anyway, this Darius Miles cat and uh, this other guy named Michael Lynn Davis text Brandon Miller at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, come pick us up. Oh, also bring my gun. Uh, I got some shooting to do. And Miller did it. He asked him to. He did ask him to. And was there def- a please involved? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the um the politeness level was. I bet you um, it was very good if he brought up the gun. Miller's defense in the whole thing uh, about the gun being in the back of the car and then getting in the hands of his teammate while Miller sat in the front seat and they exchanged the gun in the back seat and then went on to fire at the car that uh, inevitably killed Miss Harris. Miller's defense was, Oop, I, I didn't know. He pulled a shaggy. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And got away with it and kept playing all season last year. And then was drafted high. And that was a millionaire. First round. Yep. Playing for the Hornets. God and- bless America. And this has been the Sports Show. Friday, everyone, November 3rd. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. rolling in with a dude, are you? I'm not rolling with no dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's such a fucking dude. Oh, no, no, no. I have no yeah. dude. You even got to pick the day. I didn't. Seriously. No, everyone was picking a fucking day. No one goddamn answered. Uh, actually, truth be told, if you scrolled up, I said Thursday, and then I just you know left it back up to you. So, hence the dude. You got a fucking dude. No, I have no dude. You got your, you got your uh, jet black sweater on. Your fucking cool shades came in with Stay a positive. 
the goddamn the titty. Box. Did you lose the titties hat? No, it's over there. <laughs> it's right there. Over there. Good. Some kind of look on your face, like you're mad about something. What are you mad about, Rank? Get, get it off your chest. Talk to I'm us. I'm not mad about anything, baby girls. No, I'm fucking good. I'm good to go. Feel good. Feel great. Yeah. You feel yeah. like a you feel like a 49 tonight. Ooh, maybe a 47. 47. It's just good to have you back. I, the whole pressure of running a show. And what did I say, Bobby? What did I say? No matter what I did, he was going to come at me and say, hey, nice job fucking editing. I had a blurry photo. Heaven forbid I fucking had a blurry photo. Yeah. My fault? No. To to be, you know, to be fair, everything you do, you put a blurry photo on. So at least you're fucking consistent. How dare you? No, I don't. That was a long time ago. <laughs> photo quality can be hard to come by these days. Yeah, Ray is like the living version of of Japanese porn. It's just always there's just Never. always a little blur out. Always Never. A blur out. Never seen Japanese porn, so I have no. No, I'm good to be. It's good to be back too, Raymond. I think yeah, uh, you know, after four. What's seasons wrong with Japanese doing... porn, Raymond? Why haven't you seen it? Just like their food, I don't like it. Hmm. Yeah, Ray's got a real thing against the Asians. Um, well, in all facets of life, it's not a hate crime if you know if you hate them everywhere. Yeah. Um, then it's just yeah. a preference. Yeah, it's just a preference. It's good to be. It's good to be back. I'm glad to be back. We got a chat. We got a uh, chock full uh, show today. And Ray, I will say, admirable job. After four seasons, uh, you still mumble and bumble your way through the host chair, and that's fine. This is who you, you are. Um, it's good that you don't change. You should stay the same. Um, if nothing else, you are steadfast and loyal um, to your own to your own ways. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks for stepping up when you need to. Um, speaking of step, stepping up, what do you say we start the show? The Simplified Sports Show. Friday.